Dave. Hey, Amber. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. It's been a long time. I know. It's been a great nap I've had for the last almost year. Rip Van Winkle. (laughs) It's me. You like my beard? Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) I've braided it, it too. It's so gauzy and white. Well, I am getting older. You're a year older. I am older. A whole year older. This is what happens. Do you see me stroking my, yes, my it's, beard? Yes, it's, <laughs> it's mesmerizing. I'm, I'm braiding it now. Yes. So, hey. Speaking of who, <laughs> <laughs> this is bringing owls to Athens. Woohoo! We've come out of hibernation. We have come out of hibernation. It's been a while. It's, it has. Last year, around uh, Thanksgiving, was our last episode, right? I'm pretty sure that's true. And then my life exploded and your life imploded? I think it's opposite. Okay. I think yours imploded and I exploded. Okay. Does that make more sense? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Because I became, like, outwardly... And we just... we, We were both kind of in a crazy place. I would say... You so more than me. Yeah. It's just one of those situations where, like, you you have to, like, cut ballast. And yep. unfortunately, this was one of the things that had to get cut in my life. Sometimes you have to take a, a break from your extracurriculars. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't because it wasn't fun. It wasn't because I wasn't enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. just um, life went crazy there. But during our hiatus... <laughs> We were we were nominated for an award. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, uh, what was it? We it was the indie popcon. Yes, we s- submitted to indie popcon, and they do a thing where you know they take a bunch of podcasts in a category, and then they were did nominated three right. for an award, and then they would pick the best of that category. Yes. And actually bringing Owls to Athens was in the top three for comedy. Right. And apparently there were lots of comedy podcasts. Yeah. And we were funnier than most of those Which skags. Which is hilarious to me. That in itself is is comedy. <laughs> because we're so, I don't want to say low key or low production or anything, but we don't put this effort. isn't a complicated thing. No. Like, we take a few notes. We sit down. We talk. Yeah, there's like actually no effort involved. I mean, I did put on pants today, so there we go. Yes, and I, and I thank you for that. You're welcome. I know we talked about it off air. Right, Amber, you can't right. show up here in just right. I mean, underwear anymore. Right, <laughs> the underwear that say "bootylicious" not gonna work. Also stained. <laughs> Amber, here's yes. some money. It's like part of his mental health break was giving me money, finding money for me, so I could buy new underwear. <laughs> Yeah, it's and, and, and like we're better. We're so much better. But yeah, so we took a break. We were nominated for an award. And honestly, that I think all along, at least I felt like I wanted to come back to this. Mm-hmm. But I think that getting that nod from Indie Popcon kind of spurred it into a little higher gear for me. Sure. It's like, oh, yeah, like what we were doing was working. Um, we were making like a... a a legitimately enjoyable podcast like we should we should come back to that right i mean sometimes outside validation is important because it's like yeah i think i'm you know i can chuckle at myself every once in a while but the fact that somebody else laughed at what right i right. said and i think when we started it it wasn't from the perspective of boy we're gonna make the funniest thing ever and everybody's gonna love it it was kind of like hey amber let's just talk and like right we have all this bottled up energy that we have all the time that it really has no place to go 
and maybe let's do something productive with it. Right, right. I mean, the owl's origin story is like we used to have lunch. We get every once in a while. Once in a great while, we still get there. But we'd have lunch, and we'd have these crazy conversations at lunch. And we said, boy, this will be a thing to record. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of one of those four-color comic Yes, four panels. panels. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here we are. Yep. Wow, what a journey. Yeah. And so this is, like, is this the second season? We should probably say this is bringing owls to... Uh, what's the tagline? Wait, can it be bringing Owls 2.0 Athens? <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> Let's not make it that. Bring Owls to Athens. God, I'm, I'm not good with names. The Rehootening. <laughs> the Rehootening! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay. okay. This is the Rehootening. The Rehootening. Yes. So I really, really, one quick, I think this episode we're probably just going to do a lot of catch up. So Yeah, it's been a year since we've talked. So I want to talk about, specifically to any of our listeners who are still listening, (laughs) last episode, which was a year ago, there was a part where we were talking about my actual serious-ish kind of condition where I was picking my head. Right. 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 So I want to catch back up with you on it, Dave, too, because, yes, because I, I don't think you even really know, know like the story to all of this. I know a little, I think. I think so. So I got help afterwards. Like okay. I, I tried really, really, really hard to contain it myself, mm-hmm. trying to be more aware of it when it happens. But I was doing it in my sleep. Mm, wow. And so it was like I would wake up and it would be too late. Like I'm already yeah. picking in, in right, my skin. Right, right, right. And so I tried to wear gloves at night. Mm, I oh. cannot sleep, just like how I can't sleep with socks on. Right. Turns out I can't sleep with gloves well, on yeah, either. Well, yeah, because gloves are like hand socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I then was like, okay, you know what? I am seeing a therapist for other reasons. I'm going to bring it up to them because okay. maybe it's something. Yeah. And so they actually said it's a disorder right? Uh, called dermatillomania, I think is how you say okay. it. Which is just like a skin picking disorder. Some other people do it in other places. Sure, sure. Mine manifested in my scalp. And I've always had this. Like, this is something that manifested when I I can remember when I was like nine, wow. ten, where it's like I had metal glasses, which is why I changed to plastic glasses all the time huh. because the metal irritated my skin oh, and yeah. I started to pick at it. And so when I was a kid, I would just have these, yeah, I would pick at that area. So my therapist was like, you know what? We, this is a real thing. And you can start taking supplements for it. Uh, I don't know what the supplements are supposed to do. Huh. I, I don't believe in supplements. JK, I, there's some good supplements out there. But I just never bought them. Dietary supplements? I think it's like a, like, I can't remember what she re- requested. This has been a while. So this was sure. over, basically after that episode last November. Right. January, February is when I was getting help for Okay, this. sure. So she requested, she suggested a supplement. I can't remember the name of it, but it was just basically like a vitamin or enzyme or something. But it's that like I was over missing. the counter. Yeah. Like I could have went to like any GNC right. or health place and, and sometimes like Target's or whatever might carry it. I couldn't find it at Target and I'm too lazy to go any other place. Right. And right. also didn't look it up online. You, you checked one too- place. You're, you're I, all out I of did, I did my due I got di- no plan. <laughs> I did my due diligence. I looked. It wasn't there. So I'm not going to try harder. I mean, you were in the toy section, but you looked. <laughs> I did look. It wasn't there. So then I kept going and I kept still trying to just do it by behavioral right. conditioning. Wasn't working. Even cut my fingernails down and like mm-hmm. and like was filing them down to make sure I didn't have like long enough to do Points, anything. Yeah. Then I think it was probably like 
April or May, I was getting my hair cut. Mm-hmm. And I had just went through a whole like episode. So it yeah. was like I had a whole bunch of fresh spots. And my hairdresser was like, hey, you know, you got some sores on your head. Are you aware of this? I'm like, <laughs> am I aware? <laughs> <laughs> uh, woo! Let me tell you, Jasmine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Shove, Jasmine. I know what's going on in my head. No, I said. Like, y- as a quick aside. Yes. I th- I prefer my hairdresser to have like a a a. Sl- I don't want to say white trash because that's not the right term. <laughs> no. But I mean, a, like I don't want an Elizabeth to cut my hair. You want what? Like a Britney? Jasmine or a Britney or a Tawny or. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting how you have this hairdresser. You, you should draw this hairdresser that lives in your mind. No, I mean, my, I, I, mean, I don't my, have a my hairdresser. My ideal hairdresser. But I have a, yeah, my ideal hairdresser. Well, she for got a, a long time. In her mouth? Not while she's cutting she my hair. Have... Okay, okay. But for a long time, I went to a Heather. Uh-huh. And like honestly, Heather's—that's pretty... a really good name for a hairdresser. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's such. And then Courtney. And... Courtney's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then my the lady who cuts my hair now is Aaliyah. That's too fancy for a hairdresser. It's, it's pretty down home. Sorry, actually. hairdressers, we're typecasting you into yep. one subset. I mean, I'm sure they're very. Have valid... you seen Drop Dead Gorgeous? No. God, watch a movie. You're just as bad as Josh. I, just, I don't. <laughs> I don't have I don't have entertainment. What's movie? Yeah, what is movie? What was it saying? Anyway, you were going to your hairdresser, Jasmine. And she pointed out my horrible, horrible head scars, scabs. And I and I was like, yeah, I actually like have this picking problem. And she was like, oh, well, you know, it could help that probably. I'm like, no, Jasmine, tell me your secrets because I have. <laughs> what kind of supplement you got, Jasmine? <laughs> yeah, you got oils, the argan oil I rub mm-hmm. into my head or something to make my hair not only Biblical luscious. Biblical essential oils, yeah. Yes, myrrh. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubbing myrrh all over me. A frankincense. Probably help with my bathing problem too. But anyway, masters. <laughs> I'm not dirty. <laughs> it's just it's just the character I play for this show. I promise you as an aside. I bathe. The the best was your like very like quiet. I'm not dirty. <laughs> I'm not dirty actually. I took a shower today. So anyway, she was like, "Have you tried getting like fake nails?" Mm-hmm. And I went no, why would I ever do that? <laughs> right. Have you have you seen me? Have you seen me? Do I look like the type of person who would wear like again, this is for the show, but I don't look good. <laughs> I don't look like the kind of person who would wear fake nails. Right. But she was like, "Well, no, you should try it out because if you get the acrylic sets, they're they're so thick. Like it's like it's right. like hard plastic on your on your nails." It's it's nothing like a real nail. You won't be able to get up under. You can't. Yeah, you can't pick anything. So uh, I was like, hmm. Okay, here's your good tip for that. I pay you right. more than my therapist because right. I, uh, I should have honestly because right, it was like cause... a fifteen dollar haircut and she gave me this great advice. So then, in Amber fashion, I waited another two months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because one, I it's a very long, arduous process for me to figure out how to do something right absolutely i totally understand which requires which involves me googling once Mm -hmm. going okay cool asking one other person that i know yes outside of you right and then going hmm now i have to work up the nerve to go do something new that i've never done before yes purchase a thing that is outside of your accepted persona and then also like what is this uh process i'm gonna have to undergo Mm -hmm. because i've 
don't know what it's like. Right, right. And so I asked, then, as I was mulling that over, I asked a second person who had just talked about getting their nails done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you have knowledge. Give me. And then I went to a uh, nail place. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear about it? Yes. Okay. So what they do first and foremost is they'll, they took out this Dremel uh-huh. kind of looking yep. thing. It had like a, a grit sand yeah. attachment. And then they literally like rough up the surface of your uh-huh. nail. For adhesion. Yeah. And then they take out like little acrylic sets to make your tips the length yeah. that you want them. Then they have like acrylic powder that uh, when it's, they dip it in something like a, some sort of like activating agent, yeah. I guess, it m- turns the powder into yes. the acrylic and then they paint it out and then they shape it all for you. And then they paint it. The whole process was like 35 bucks to do a full set. $40, $40 and some when I uh, paid for like the, the yes. tips. And then... I couldn't pick my head huh? at all, period. Like, I just couldn't. Like, there's no right, way. you couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. And so my head healed within huh. two months. The problem is, though, as you're looking at my nails right now, I don't right. have any. Right. Because your nails grow. Right, sure. No, it's not a permanent thing, yeah. And so then what ends up happening is you have to keep getting it filled. Mm-hmm. That costs money, and I do not have money. You're not made of money. In fact, I am not. So then I had to take my nails off. You want to hear that process? Yes. (laughs) So I had to go sit outside Uh on my porch and soak a cotton ball in acetone, 100% pure acetone. Right. Take a foil, wrap the acetone soak thing, and sit with basically bulbous fingers as the acetone was soaking on on my fingernails for like 30 minutes. Wow. As I waited for the plastic to melt. That's crazy. It took three hours. Yeah. And then my nails look like shit. But you know well, what? Yeah. My head's healed, and eventually these will grow out. And is it an, uh, so do you think you've got this problem behind you, or is it? Do you, are you afraid it will recur? I'm afraid it will recur. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I've already felt a scab on my head because uh-huh. who knows? I probably did it in the middle of the night without thinking. Right, right. But I'm not doing it during the day. I catch myself. Yeah. Because I become aware of it. Because like right, while right. while I was waiting during all this process with my nails, I was like I would notice when I was putting mm-hmm. going to scratch. And it's like, okay, now I'm like I've connected this actual yeah. I'm aware of this behavior. Right, now. right, right. So anyway, I'm free. Huh. I gosh. I have a couple tangents. Sure. Number one, the process to put those nails on feels a lot like auto body work. Yeah. Like, uh, it's something I know a little bit about. I have a family history with auto body repair. Uh huh. It's actually super similar. Do you have to Dremel shit? Well, you have to sand it down. Yeah. But then once it's sanded, you actually have to rough it before before the paint will. I was becoming a transformer. Yeah. No, shit. like, it was like, I don't know, a month, six weeks ago, you came into the our Tales from Oxfair game yeah. with these, like, pink nails. And I'm like, what the, what the hell, Amber? It's not Amber. <laughs> you get out. And bring me Amber. <laughs> Chop, whose hands did you steal, Amber? <laughs> <laughs> whose hands did you take? That poor person. Also, like compulsive habits and things. Like I've bit my nail since I can remember. Like I'm yeah. a terrible nail biter. Yeah. The thing that gets me to stop is having painted nails. Really? Yeah. I'm the opposite. If I paint my nails, my mouth, I want to scrape it off. No, like it because for exactly the reason that your acrylic nails, because you become aware of it. Yeah. 
My huh. daughter's painted my nails a few times, mm-hmm. and it works. Huh. Like a, a week later, like my nails are so much better and like good. But then the the polish pulls off, pulls off, yeah. and then like you should try gel nail polish. I should, but because it's hard and lasts forever. It's it's tough because like what I do where I live. Mm-hmm. Oh, small town. There's a there's a stigma. Yeah, and it's really easy to say, "Hey, I painted my daughter painted my nails. Isn't that cute?" Yeah. And then I get like brownie points for being a good dad. Yeah. If I painted my nails because I thought it was cute, um, that's something that there's, like I say, undeservedly, of course, but yes. like there is, there is a, a Unfortunately, your town is not progressive. I mean, some people in my town are not progressive. Sure, I get you. And I suppose that's the case everywhere. But yeah. I get you. We all do stuff. We all do stuff. Yeah, there you go. We all do stuff. We all do stuff. The end. So, Amber... Yeah. <laughs> I was drinking water, y'all. Yeah, all of a sudden you're a trucker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. T- Mad Dog 16 right here. <laughs> Got your ears on. So, Amber. Yes. A while back we had discussed the movie Annihilation. I remember this. Yes. Um, you really liked that film. I do. And I thought it was a, a very in- visually interesting film that could have stood to have a plot. You wanted to have a story story. Yes. Yeah, I okay. stories. But I'm afraid you've won. Well, uh-oh. What? What? I won something? Yes, you 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 won the argument. Um, Annihilation is real. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Did you find the shimmer? No, I didn't find the shimmer, but I found evidence of the shimmer. Maybe I live in the shimmer. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I went out to my car this morning. Oh, God. And I, I found something on my car. And no. I was like, this is, a, this is not a real animal. This is a, a hideous... Mutated biology. This is a, a, a hideous mutation of some sort. Like its cells got refracted onto each other? Yeah. Oh, God. Is it going to make me throw up? No, I hope not. That's what we've got. Okay. Give me your thing. Yeah, there's a handful of pictures there. What the fuck is that? It is some kind of a wasp. Should I go like this way? Yeah, uh, sure. I, no. I don't want to swipe and not see a picture I'm not supposed to see. Yeah, that's true. There's probably a few of those. Yeah. Here it is. Um, oh, God. You took a live video. Your well, live picture. Uh, yeah. So it moves. Oh, it's moving. And it's, it, it's basically a, a, a long, thin wasp. That has what is probably a four-inch stinger on the back of it. That's an epidural that's come alive. Like it's half wasp, half stingray is what that is. You've never seen this before. I've never seen this before, and I there's so many insects in my home, but it it, it like solidly freaked the kids out. I mean, it looks like it's like four inches long. It is about six it, inches long. Honestly, it is it is four inches long. It is it it was a long, long, long. Truthfully, I don't even think it's a stinger. Did you look it? Up? Did you look it up at all? No. How do you look it up? I, Long butt. No. Um, <laughs> I'll probably get something I don't want to look at. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is what I told the kids is that that is some kind of a wasp that deposits its eggs in in something. Oh. Maybe a tree. And so yeah. that stinger, like, can push through the bark into, like, the soft, squishy parts of the tree. Is this what it looked like? Yeah, something like that. What is this wasp with a four-inch long, thready tail? Thready. I'm going to naturalcrooks.com. Natural cooks? Crooks. Oh, crooks? Uh-huh. It is a mega... Yeah? Megara hissa 
Macrurus. <laughs> That's not a word. Those aren't words. You're just saying things. Now. It was a giant wasp. <laughs> Here. <laughs> I like your pronunciation. I can't. I don't talk. I don't speak Latin. I don't know how words work. Here, right there. Oh, let me see. Giant inimum wasp? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Ecumen? Huh, it is used to lay your eggs. That's what I thought. Dang, look, look, look at you being science-y. Yeah. So it sticks its long ass into a hole. Into a Okay. Like a woodpecker, this wasp drills through dread, dead tree trunks to reach the grub-like larva living deep inside. Okay, with its butt? Unlike a, yes, with, unlike a woodpecker, it doesn't eat them herself. Instead, she lays her eggs on them, and <laughs> the baby wasps eat the grubs. What if we were, as humans, just like went to a Taco Bell and just gave birth <laughs> to Taco Bell and left our children to forage? That's basically what this creature does. Well, it, it's more like if you found a stray dog. Okay. And you just like... Gave birth on the dog. Uh, I said, good and, luck. And your newborn could eat the dog as it, as it grows. <laughs> the insects are fucked up. Most of nature is fucked up. I yeah. agree this is really... Well, they don't eat much. They like drinking juice from a grape. Aw. Just give it a grape. That's so cute. I, I don't think so. You just said it's horrifying. Oh, my God. Look how long its butt is. Yeah. The the kids it's were ovipositor. It, it's too long to actually be a stinger. It, yeah, it can't actually sting with that thing, man. Yeah. It's like, it's ridiculous. It's like double the length of its body. Man, ovipositors. And so, if you check out our Twitter at Bringing Owls, we'll post pictures of our of our ridiculous wasp. This is true. The wasp stingray annihilation hybrid. Because guess what. What? Dave has Twitter now. Yes. But he's only using it for bringing owls to Athens. That's right. That's right. Don't send me any fan art of it, though. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Don't. Don't encourage Next it. Next time we roll characters for anything. You're going to be a, have a giant long butt? Yes. Called my, this is my ovipositor. This is my ovipositor, I call y'all. it Sharon. I call it Sharon. Because <laughs> all my babies be sharing that grub when they grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amber's dead. Oh, that was good. That got me. Oh, I didn't even expect that. Okay. Wow. What a what that's wow. So you won. Ta da I'll take it. There's, I mean it was There's a really... real shimmer, it makes monsters like that. <laughs> Ta da What what two animals do you think it refracts? It's a wasp and a stingray. Okay. I'll buy it, sure. Because they got those big, long, like, tails yeah, that they... Yeah, I get you. I know what you're talking like, about. Like, man, Crocodile Hunter, man. <laughs> Bring up Crocodile Hunter. That's sad. It is sad. That could have been me, man. It could have... No. No, it couldn't. It could have been me it, with that wasp. It could not. Right in the heart. <laughs> and it laid its eggs. Yeah. So it's your heart grubs that we know you, Gosh, your heart's full of. Gosh, I do. Heartworms. I have heartworms. <sighs> Did you know I had heartworms? No. I do. Ew. Okay. You're a doctor. It means I, yeah. Take care of yourself. <laughs> There's a long history of doctors doing weird stuff to themselves. Oh, that's very true. I will agree with that. I don't have a segue for this, Dave. I'm that's so right. out of. I'm so out of practice. Yeah, I don't you're... know how to segue out of this. That's right. Uh, 
Let's see if I can do it. Okay. Here's your first segue of season two. Here it comes. I got nothing, man. Oh, I got, blah, I got blah, absolutely nothing. Blah. I wish I was a better person. <laughs> well, do you have a solution for me to be? A I don't have person? a solution. I, 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 don't look. Don't give me I that think eye. You're and as go well. good a person as you need to be right now. Great. Great. Is this all I got? <laughs> so, I don't have a segue. We're just gonna like cold drop into this okay here's the best thing story that i have from the last 12 months oh shit we're gonna share stories mm. okay so i'll have to think of something okay i promise i'm listening okay having dinner with the kids the other night okay had bacon as part of our dinner perfect i um, approve yeah absolutely who doesn't approve i'll tell you who doesn't approve my daughter she doesn't eat bacon now she uh, i said i said hey iris Huh? Do you want some bacon? She said, no, I don't eat meat. And I said, well, okay. And she said, daddy, why do you hate animals? <laughs> I said, I don't hate animals. And she said, well, why are you eating them? And I said, because the food that they give us is one of the things that I love about animals. And she said, I love animals too much to eat them. Plus, I had a cheeseburger for lunch. <laughs> does she not know what a cheeseburger is made of? <laughs> Surely she does. Yeah, she knows. Uh, she knows. She, she's adopted this very selective vegetarianism. Okay. Where she just gets to say no to whatever she doesn't want to eat because she's, she's vegetarian. vegetarian. Which is actually like a brilliant plan. It is, honestly. Like, next time you go out to eat somewhere, yeah, be like, oh, I don't eat whatever thing you don't want. So, oh, I don't eat that. I'm a vegetarian. And then pick something that has meat in it and say, <laughs> I'll have that instead. <laughs> That's not. It's just, it's brilliant. You get the sanctimoniousness of, like, being one of those people who have, you know, have ethical diets. Yeah. Um, with with no restrictions whatsoever. Right. I recently just saw something on Twitter, we go a little bit serious, where it was like, you know, people like nag on vegetarian, vegan, vegan veganism. And I think it's because of that sanctimonious right, attitude. Right, 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 Where it's like, no, there's nothing wrong with people who have actual, like, dietary restrictions. I'm cool with that. But don't act like you're better than me. Right. Because you've decided to choose this to, for yourself. To eat, eat a different diet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's really funny, though. Yeah. No, she's she's hysterical. That girl's got some fire. I was trying to think of like a story that I could. Oh share yeah, yeah, yeah. You need year. to tell me what's the what's the best story that that you've come across in the last twelve months, Amber. Of like my own personal of stuff? whatever you want. There's no rules here. I mean, the thing that like I guess for me personally, so in the last year, this kind of I'm I'm going to be kind of serious because this is actually me stuff. Oh. You know, we're trying to do good work with Geekspective, right? We're trying to put ourselves out there, and I'm trying to do more. And Yeah, you are. I'm not yeah, well, trying to do good work with Geekspective. <laughs> well, you're back. Yeah, right. Yell, so there right? you go. That counts. But anyway, so we did a lot of... For me personally, like, I've been trying... My goal was to specifically put myself out there more. Mm -hmm. We haven't really talked a lot about, about on bringing owls, but like, yeah, I have a lot of like self-esteem. Like I'm shy kind of person. It might not sound like it because I talk about my dirty butt all the time, 
But I'm actually a very <laughs> reserved person. It's just like the people that I choose to do podcasts with know me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's very no, easy it. to be just glib about stuff and like off cuff, whatever. Putting yourself out there, like you're talking about outside validation from, you know, Indie PopCon. Right. It's like, like my friends all tell me I'm funny and I like they love me and whatever, which is good friends. Right. And I, I believe they're telling the truth when they say things like that to right. me. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this year specifically, I decided to like try and get out other shows and meet other people and like really push myself to like network, which is like a huge deal for me because like most networking events I go to, I can last maybe like 10 minutes before I'm like, I I peace out, right? I don't want to talk. So a big thing that happened for me this year was I applied to a show, an Mm -hmm. actual play show uh, that actually had like casting calls and actual auditions. Oh, wow. And, you know, I submitted my character idea. I got a call back, did an interview with them, got a call back again, did like a little role play session with them, and then they actually offered me the 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 position on their show, which is like a huge deal because I know lots of people applied for it, right? Yeah. Um, the show is called The Broadswords. It's a D and D actual play, and they're huge. Yeah, pretty huge. Yeah, they're they're like not... I see them pop up on like all sorts you know, of stuff. Ten ten best actual play. Yeah, podcasts exactly. Kind of stuff. Yeah. And they're a really great group of people. I've been listening to their show. Before I, I applied to it. Right. And then uh, this happened right before Gen Con. So mm-hmm. like right before Gen Con. And I got an email from them saying, hey, yeah, we would love for you to be on the show if you still want to. I was like, yes, yes, of course. And like, well, we're going to Gen Con. We can meet you at Gen Con. So then I'm like joined their Discord and stuff and talking to them. And they're like, hey, we're going to an event, a party on Saturday night. Do you want to be one of our plus ones? And I was like, mm. yeah, sure. And like, what, what's the party? And it's. The a critical role after party. Oh wow! Yeah, and critical role is, is the a big, big deal. Yeah. deal for like nerds. you know the nerds yeah. like who listen to actual plays and stuff. It's like people cosplay the characters right. that these people role play as. Yeah, and like that's a huge deal, right? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Critical role is huge. And I don't listen, but I don't listen to critical. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't gotten into it. I have listened to it. I I see why people like it. I mean, it's a bunch of like actors right, who right. are very talented, right, doing role playing yeah. and are good at the improv and do voices, and yeah. most of them are voice actors, yeah. right, right. So I'm like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. Like, yeah, I would love to go to this party, and so I went to that party, and of course, to me, like, I'm socially like, in general, just socially anxious, right, right. And so I did a. Re- I'm most proud of myself is I went to this party and I actually talk to people okay. and help that I drank cranberry vodkas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to help me out there. But I was really just proud of myself being able to maintain my composure, maintain my cool for the most part. And just like, we're all nerds. Let's just, just talk about a game that you're playing yeah. or something that you saw at Gen Con and just talk to people. So yeah, I got, to, I'm, I'm most proud of myself for doing that event. Like going to it, applying to it, that led to me to do this thing, that led me to meet people, and also like helped me realize I have the ability to talk to people. Yeah. So that was good for me. That yeah, was a good, really good, for you. good Amber growth moment. Oh, you've yeah. grown. Yeah. yeah. I stopped picking my head. Uh-huh. You got new underwear. I got new underwear. And you've grown as a person. And I've grown as a person where I can actually like say hi to people in a oh, bar situation. That's crazy. That's so weird. I feel like... Like I'm evolving. Yeah, yeah. From like a shitty owlet, right, to like a full on 
great horned owl. I mean, oh. I'm not there yet, but what no, are you thinking? But like, well, no, I was thinking like Pokemon. Oh yeah, so I don't know Hoot Hoot and I don't know Pokemon's Ho Ho Ho's. The the no Ho Ho Ho's is not a Ho's who wear pants. This is what I've become. Wow. Drink a good cranberry vodka. Yikes! Be like, hey, what's up? I take baths. <laughs> How about you? What's your deal? What's your deal? You stink. <laughs> That's real good. You like that? It's called myrrh. Please draw me as this Pokemon owl. <laughs> <laughs> this drunken Pokemon owl who smells like myrrh. All right. Um, if people want to get a hold of us. Oh, yeah. If you want to talk to us. Yeah. You can. We have an email. Yeah. Uh, it's it's brand new. We just like set it up. It's called owls at geekspective.com. Send us an email. We are also always taking questions for our pellets of wisdom segment. Yes. If you have life questions, concerns, just want to know how things work, or you're in a tough spot in life, let us know. We'll right. get you through it. A hundred percent. Also, like we said earlier in the show, Dave is now running the geeks. Oops. Nope, he's not. No, Dave is now running the Bringing Owls to Athens Twitter. Yes, at Bringing Owls. Yes, where you can tweet at him, and he may or may not I will, reply. I will hoot right back. Oh, is that what you're going to say now? That's right. Hoot at us. Yeah, it's not a... It's, it's, I don't tweet a hoot. <laughs> Send us a hoot. <laughs> that's right. We'll hoot back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're going to reband all of Twitter. Yes, but yeah, also like I mean, one of the things I really want to do going forward with is to use Twitter as kind of our supplemental information feed for this podcast. Sure. That, like pic- pictures of things that are relevant to what we're talking about, or articles, or because we've talked about things before in the cast that like never like we couldn't share with our yeah, audience. Yeah, like ways. the that weird mushroom fungus. I yes, saw that the weird one. the weird mushroom fungus and the, the fractal pictures with the eyes and like or the tears and all that stuff. Yeah, the devil's dipstick. Yeah. Yeah, put that on Twitter. Yeah, take that annihilation. <laughs> so this has been bringing us to Athens. Did we ever come up with the end sign uh, sign off for this? No, never. It was different every time. It was more ridiculous every time. Like it doesn't have to be anything major right now. It can be something super chill, and we can build from it. All right. Bye. Hi, I'm Josh, and I run an actual play podcast that I'd like you to check out. I'm using the Godbound system, and I create a sandbox-style game in a large city called Moxhury. All of the player characters are evil, and I think that this really creates an interesting narrative because... Nobody cares! I, Azriel, had to reconfigure reality to become the evil saint of Paylor. Now I plan to overthrow the government of Moxhury and amass followers. Then I will become... You wouldn't know the first thing about reconfiguring reality. I did it, not you. I, Molana, want no part of your feeble plan. When my plan comes to fruition, all of Moxary will become my undead army, with them at my command. They have to be dead before they become undead. I'm going to silence this entire city and prove myself. Prove Gerlach worthy of the goddess of the void. No! Leave the monsters! I, Nuak Godslayer, will raise an army of monsters. They will overthrow our human leaders and live free. And I will be there. Oh, you quit your bickering and shut your faces. I, Brimstone, hear enough voices in my head without all of you talking over each other. All I want to do is kill the wizard Shalazar. It doesn't sound too difficult, does it? If I have my way, it will be. Check out Tales from Moxray or wherever you find your podcasts or geekspective.com.